I'm Betido, and this is what I wore when I realized that I was a fashion genius in the fifth grade. Welcome to What I Wore When, a production of Glamour and iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Perry Samitin. Each week, I'm sitting down with a woman I find fascinating to talk about what she wore during a pivotal moment in her life. We're using the power of style to tell the stories you haven't heard. To meet Beth Ditto is to want to spend more time with Beth Ditto, to the point where I was really considering asking if she wanted to go grab a drink after our taping. This is a woman who just fucking gets it. The former lead singer of the band Gossip is a lot of things. A bona fide rock star, a style icon, a designer. She's walked the runway for John Paul Gaultier and Marc Jacobs and forged a complicated relationship with the late Karl Lagerfeld, all while being an advocate for the LGBTQ community and a self-describing fat feminist lesbian from Arkansas. She was also admirably forthcoming about whether fashion's inclusivity movement was really pushing us forward and whether she plans to delve back into plus-size fashion design. Beth is a true delight, and I think you'll enjoy listening to her talk as much as I adore listening to her albums, one of which became the soundtrack to my life as I was approaching 30, which I fortunately got to tell her all about. Here's our conversation. Hi. Hello. So I'm going to start off by asking you what I ask everybody, which is, what are you wearing right now? I'm wearing a pleather dress that kind of has this marching band. Well, for one, it has like some, I think that, what is that cough? That's water for my coffee. There's (laughs) some water stains. Yeah, water stains. I've got water stains on my pleather dress. It's like a pleather dress. You know how pleather is. um, It's it's from Eloquy, I think. Um, And then it's got these... um, Gold, like marching uniform, but it's very Rhythm Nation meets. It is very Rhythm Nation. Yeah, meets I'm Edward Scissorhands yep. meets Mia Farrow. Okay, so because this podcast is called What I Wore When, what I wore when we are going to be talking about what you wore when. I kind of got in trouble for this because I was trying to explain to people what. Like my manager, my friendager, I call her because we are closer than that. I was really going to say man, my manager. It also, it feels like a sense of ownership. It makes me uncomfortable, but her name's Tara. So let's just call her Tara. Okay. I was telling Tara that um, she was like, I really need a picture of your outfit that you're thinking of. And I was like, here's the thing. I don't have one because when I think about the outfit that really transformed me, it was one from the fifth grade and like Christmas every year. There were, well, not every year, but there were a few years when we were doing really well. And the older four of us would get $100 a piece. And this was a big deal. This was like when we were doing really well. And um, just, you know, stock market, not. And um, anyway, so I went to the mall, McCain Mall. Now, I grew up rural Arkansas. And so going to a place like the mall was very special. You know, like when I moved to Olympia, Washington in 99, like from Arkansas, like fresh off the turnip truck, like, you know, bumpkin, which, you know, really great. But I, um, you know, I'd never seen, you know, I'd never been on a city bus before. I'd never seen a city bus, actually. I'd, you know, and like going to Little Rock was a big deal. You went once or twice a year. It, it was very far away. It was like, it was something that you would get like that butterfly in your stomach before it's your birthday, like that really excited feeling, yes. like when you're going to ride a roller coaster. That's how it was to go to the city, you know, like to Little Rock. So like, it was a big deal to go to the mall. 
And so we went to the mall and there was this kiosk. I didn't buy it from anywhere else, but there was this kiosk of like homemade puff painted shirts. Oh, puff paint. Was this the early 90s? I'm going to put it yes. in. Yes. Yeah. So I, yeah, 92. Okay. And in Arkansas. So it was like, you know what I mean? Nobody was listening to L7 and like to get a nose ring. It was like, I mean, it would be two or three more years before I started to like really. I mean, by this point, like, I was already, like, identifying as a feminist and, like, really discovering things like like Gloria Steinem and, like, all, you know, all these people. Like, and I was really into the civil rights movement. Like, I was just, like, a kid in Arkansas that I was just, like, you know, I was just really inspired by all those things. And what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So I was just discovering style. Like, I was just, like, I'm going to break out on my own, y'all. And so I got this black jersey knit outfit that had a puff-painted gym like gym stoned hot glued long sleeve like leggings kind of but the uncomfortable scratchy kind before leggings were actually mm-hmm, before a, they thing. Were a thing yeah when they were called stretch Str- pants yeah stretch pants <laughs> so my mom still calls them <laughs> stretch pants i'm going to put on my stretch pants and my and my uh, slip-ons stretch pants and yeah. remember when flats were slip-ons of course yes and plastic shoes were called jellies God, getting a pair of jellies. That did, was, you, did you feel like you made it when you got jellies? I did. Did you ever get them? Of course I did. I went to oh, Urban God. Outfitters on 8th Street, uh, like 9th Street, 8th Street and 6th Avenue. There was Urban Outfitters back then? Oh, yeah. It what? was It wasn't a big deal. Like, it wasn't what it is today. I I swear to God. And I used my birthday in the last five money years. Birthday money. I, I got a, a dollar for every year I was. Oh, that's a good, that's yeah, a good way to do it. It is. Just haven't gotten any money lately. <laughs> I'm really excited about turning 50. <laughs> 50 bucks. Hey, mom. Okay, so how? Oh, did so you wait. I haven't even told you. Okay. It was a carousel horse. In with, puff paint. In puff paint. Oh, beautiful. It would probably be actually someone would wear it ironically now. For sure. I was right. going to say, yeah. like, hand it over, I'll wear it. Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. And like, there's, you know, it wasn't a unicorn. Do not get it wrong. Mm-mm. It was a horse. It was a ho- a carousel horse. Picturing it on and the yes, bar. Yes, on the little bar. And it had like, it was an in movement too. It was like an action. So, and then <laughs> high concept. Very beautiful. And there was, so there was like streamer, you know, like, you know, some things blowing in the wind. And that carried into to match it. Cause you don't, you want it to be an outfit. Right. This lady was like, no one's just going to buy this shirt, you know? You don't, you don't buy it. What is it? You don't buy the horse without the belt with the wagon without the horse or whatever. No, you don't have that. Anyway, so <laughs> it had like it carried into the stretch pants. Okay, so it was a real matching so, set. So yes, on the front and the shin, on the left shin, was like the beautiful like streamers and stuff. And oh I just how did you feel when and you I saw had it? a hat, a hat, a black oh hat, and I, you know, like almost like an Amish hat. I and I still love a hat. I wore that once a week. I loved the outfit. I loved it. What did you feel like when you saw it? Were you like, I, I still need when I see things like that, I feel joy in my heart. Like I love and I love craft. I love like I don't identify as an artist. I identify as a crafter, a hundred percent. Like even in like anything that you know, like even in music, all that stuff. I'm like, like people are like, what's it like being an artist? I'm like, I don't know. You have to ask one because <laughs> I don't know. Because, yeah, I'm a crafter. And I think that even then, it really sparked, like, back then it sparked something in me that I was just like, you can make anything by hand. If you can't buy it, make it. Hey, it's 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. My carousel outfit, it was flashy, it was gaudy. Before I knew what those words really were, it was me. It was really me becoming me when I was like, now that is beautiful. Like, I loved that it was crafted, and I loved that there was some, you know, probably 50, 60-year-old woman smoking a cigarette, you know, just freehand in that. And to me, that was just like, I don't know. You know, those are the women of my childhood. I really love that. But it still to this day, it's like I love crafting and sewing and doing all those things. And I don't know. I just, it, it resonates with me still. I was doing some research on you and I saw a couple uh, sound bites that you are a fan of Walmart. I'm not a fan of their, like... Obviously not. Yeah, of course, of course. not. But I'm also Arkansan, so there's something. And it's also like, well, when you live in a rural place, there aren't many options anymore. Capitalism has taken over. The, you know, like industry is gone, you know, in the U.S. So it's like, there are not any options. Like you either, in where I'm from, you either work at Walmart, you either work at McDonald's or you work in a hospital. What do you buy at Walmart? Oh my God, here we go. Um, earrings. Give me your list, earrings. I love, they have, <laughs> they have, they have really good jeggings. They have great maternity They do have clothes. good jeggings. You know what? They sell Catalina bathing suits. What's that? Catalina is a really old bathing suit brand, and they have this one shape that is so good for fat people. <laughs> like, I'm not just, I'm like, it's, I'm not like, it had your curves, but it's supportive. The bra is good. Like, it's like, there's different prints. Amazing. It's got this one cut that specifically is really incredible, but that's where I get all of my swimsuits. All of my swimsuits. So, yeah, when you're also were... a delicious salad dressing, it's one of my favorites. Catalina. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love it. When you were younger, was fashion, like, how did you, how did you dress? When you went to the mall, like, what were you wearing when you went to the mall? Oh, my God. Good question. I love this question. I was always... When you bought the carousel jumpsuit or outfit, what were you wearing? I don't remember. Well, what, conceivably, what would you have been, could you have been wearing at that age? Okay, this is a good question. Let's say, like, 14. Yeah. Like, tween, early teens. Like, what was your style? It smells like tween spirit, which is one of my favorite jokes anyone has ever made. (laughs) It's a good one. When we were volunteering at Rock and Roll Camp for Girls, just like, oh, it smells like Twin Spirit. It's awesome. <laughs> it's really good. Like, what were you into? Nicole George's. Um, I was, oh, I was definitely really into Nirvana. Mm-hmm. I was really into Pearl Jam. I was just really starting to discover, to discover Riot Girl. I was starting to make friends with other people who were like me and that mm-hmm. were like talking about punk and like all that stuff. So I was just really starting to find my people and find myself and like trust my sense of style. Like when I was younger, I realized that People, like, a lot of people would ask me about the way they dressed, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. But also, I was never wearing anything cool, so I had to be super resourceful. So, like, my mom, you know, as a chubby kid, when we were kids, they were called stretch pants. And also, it wasn't very cool to wear them at a certain time. It was just, like, so things weren't forgiving, and you had to be really smart. And, like, if I wanted something, you know, like, let's say when I was, like, I think when I was 
16, me and my mom made, I wanted to look like Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> and interesting. I, just, I loved, I love her. I, she is one of my like biggest fashion icons. Like I, I just, she's so fantastic. I just think she's so beautiful. And so I wanted pedal pushers. Mm-hmm. You call some people call them capri pants. Capri pants, pedal pushers. Pedal pushers. Evoke an era. Yes. Exactly. So, but we like I wanted pedal pushers, so me and my mom made made them. So, like we just took a pair of my pants and made the pattern, which is really fun because I like to sew now. So, probably like some blossom, blossom esque outfit, maybe like a that weird nineties plaid, mm-hmm. you know, with maybe like sky blue and then sky blue like that weird gray blue leggings, and then I had these one pair of Payless Mary Janes that were my pride and joy. <laughs> Do you still have them? No. Uh, no. I wish. And like right now, they would be very in vogue. I had, um, I got to do a line for Evans. This was like a very long time ago. Um, the first one that I did for Evans. And they, when we were designing shoes, I was like, all I want is a pair of silver 90s version of 60s, like less designed Fluvogs silver Mary Janes with a heel. And I've, like, because that's, I just wanted them so bad. Delia's catalog was my ideal situation. I like, mean. Oh, my God. I wanted It was life. God. It was life. I and remember sitting friend, with my friends, like, Just, like, going through the Delia's catalog. It. Oh, my God. I know. I know. My skinny friend always got things from there. Always. And I was just like, you picked that? It's so funny. I heard recently that brands are really um, interested in bringing back the catalog. In general? Mm-hmm. Like cool brands. Like that's, that's a thing fantastic. that they're doing because we've hit sort of a wall. Like young people aren't going to stores anymore. Hmm. I heard that recently that they're exploring the catalog. I think that's cool. I think it's cool. I feel like there has to be a way to make technology meet a catalog because there's the, the thing is it's like catalog shopping is so identical to online shopping because you don't know what you're going to get. So Right. In that way, it's like, well, how do you don't know what it looks like? Like, what are you going to do? So there has to be a way to put your put someone in that outfit or something or something different and special about it. I don't know. You mentioned just now designing. I actually want to talk about yeah. that. I know that just, you have experience. <laughs> darling. A lot of experience designing. I'm the Carl Lagerfeld of lesbians. Oh, he uh, he's on my list too of hey. things I want to talk to you about. So great. It's Thank a, you. Thank vid. you for that segue. Yeah, hey. But I did want to talk about your design work. Um, <laughs> tell me, run me through what you've actually done as a designer. Um, sketches, textile. Like How many collections what have you, you had? Printed. You've had yours. Did I did two for Evans and two, I did two for myself. For yourself. Evans was fun. Um, Philip Green is... Um, I mean, that's why Topshop is no more. Wait, what happened to Topshop? They it's closed? gone? Yeah, they, the physical ones are closed. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. In New York, they closed in one, two, three. Recently. There has to be one on Oxford Street still. No, there is. We were just there. There's probably one in the yeah. UK. In yeah, yeah, New yeah. York, they closed both. Why? Um, I don't know. I don't think it was. I don't think people were shopping there. Don't mm. quote me on that. It's also the price point was like kind of weird. It was like High fast fashion, but it wasn't like yeah. super fast. Not that I'm saying that's good, but if you're interested in fast fashion, I think it was a little bit more of. Like I would, I would, it's not yeah. like I'd be able to go in there on a whim and buy five things. I could maybe buy one thing. You it's know? no old navy, tell you that right now. Except, well, exactly. 
Exactly. And the thing is that, like, it was really interesting fashion. There were a lot of good knockoffs. There was, you know, in, in London, there was, like, it, had ble- it has bleach and it has, it's, like, the London one was so cool. Like, it was very cool. It was, like, one of those places. I mean, remember when H&M was, like, the thing? The fucking oh thing God. and rare. Yep. And, like, when they opened one here and everybody was, like, ah! Like, they died lost when it. it opened here. I lost it. I no, lost like, we my used shit. to give people money. Like, if you were on the West Coast, you would be, like, you're going to New York? Mm-hmm. Here's $30. Give me three things. Yep. Like, you would lose your mind. It was, like, the best thing. But, I mean, I still like H&M. It's, it's like, anyway. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, um, yeah, Topshop. Well, design. Oh, and, and I just, you know, it's like I tried to be involved in everything, but it, there's a lot of stuff to do. Is it hard? Um, Doing it online is hard. It's really hard, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who are you designing we did, for? We did it ourselves. Who are we designing for? It's a difficult question because, like, I just had a meeting with someone recently, some business person, and they were, like, like branding and stuff. And they were, like, the problem is, is that people who want to do, like, a brand, like, you know, people with a name, they want to do, I mean, we all have names, but when they want to do a line, they have to remember that not everybody wants to dress like them. Right. But they like their style or they like their name because they, you know, they like the name. And I was like, that's really interesting. Because for me, I, I am very basic, and I think that that's missing in fat fashion, plus-size fashion, whatever you want to say. I like the word plus-size. I don't think it matters. Like, you know, people are like, why does it have to be different? And I'm like, because I am different, and I'm fine with it. But, like, um, I am different, and I am special, and I like it. But <laughs> I realize and it's weird because I forget that not everybody likes that. Like, people want to blend, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay. But, like, I wanted to do something... Not super—it was hard because, like, I, I, we would do things like T-shirts with bold prints on them. Like, we would do—like, and I say we, I mean me and Tara again. We would do, like, caftans with—like, we would try to do things at both price points, but we were trying to do them. We we financed it on our own. We—this um, is what I mean by friendager. Like, we've done so much together. Mm-hmm. And we financed it on our own. We worked our ass off— we went to the factory. We went to the pattern maker. We went, you know, we went to everywhere. We touched every textile. We talked over who was the best embroiderer and what was the most ethical thing to do. And that was hard. I was making it for people who didn't just want to go to Forever 21, who, you know, plus, or who didn't, you know. But I feel like it excluded such a big part of people at a price point, which is such a weird gray area that isn't really being discussed. It's like fat people, big people, plus size people, whatever, don't really have this option of like there aren't a lot of ethically made things that aren't hella expensive because there is no real middle ground. It doesn't exist because it's so expensive to make things ethically. And that, again, capitalism is a motherfucker. It really makes it hard. And so, like, it was hard because I was making it for people who also wanted something that was special that they couldn't find anywhere. You know, like, we had one jumpsuit that was seven yards of silk. It's amazing. Seven yards of silk. Yeah. I mean, like, it's, and it was made for big people. And it was like, you know, like, after David Bowie. And it was like, I mean, he was still alive then. And God, I'm like, oh. But um, I'm still upset about it. I'm, um, I don't know if I'll ever be the same. I'm not even being dramatic. Maybe a little bit. But yeah, and 
I mean, I was trying to make it for everybody. And it's like, I think that's something in me, like I'm a Southerner too. And I'm also a middle child and I'm such a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that was really difficult. Like not, I'm not talking about like the negativity of like the feedback, but like I just wanted people who, you know, I wanted someone to be able to get their $100 for Christmas and get something or two things or three things. And then I also wanted people who were going out to a red carpet to have options too. So I was making, trying to make it for everybody, and it's really hard. What's interesting is at Glamour, where obviously I work. Glamour, welcome. Glamour. Glamour with a U or? Oh, my God, I had to think about it. Yes. <laughs> yes, with Just a U. Just putting the U in Glamour? Yes. Do you, ever, do you ever say that? No, that's a good one, though. Well. We just recently did a, a content package called The F Word, and one of our editors who identifies as plus size ran point on it, and she mm-hmm. did this. The marquee feature was actually this really interesting feature the thesis of it was what it's like to be fat and work in fashion. And she mm. talked to hundreds of women. That's amazing. Across the industry, mm. you know. There's re- so many of us. Really forward, and men too. Really forward-facing some, and then others, you know, in the PR departments or the marketing or the comms mm-hmm. department. And one consensus that emerged from all of her research mm-hmm. was that, to echo sort of what you said, that the price point is such a tricky thing because mm-hmm. they every, pretty much across the board everyone said that if they could find pieces that were three hundred four hundred dollars mm-hmm. that were well made ethically yeah. made had you know they would buy them right I mean we have Marina Rinaldi we have Eileen Fisher we have you know you have these options but we want more more you know and the other thing is is like. We we also want an H and M. We also want an American Apparel. You know, mm-hmm. I think that was the craziest thing to me. It was sorry, go off the, but the craziest thing to me is that American Apparel never extended their sizes. That to me, I still think about that, and I think it's so strange. Well, he was also a dick. Well, he was a dick, and yeah. it's not that strange. That's another <laughs> problem is that there are a lot of dickheaded men in fashion that like you're just like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. And there are a lot of good people. And there's like, but also at the same time, I always say, people are like, music or fashion? I'm always like, fashion, because there are more gay men, like more gay people and more women. Right. And I always feel like it's it's just more fun. We got to get those people together and like make something happen. And that, I think people are trying. I yeah, think that there, they are trying. there have been... There have been some moves that are being made, at yeah, least as far definitely. as our research, our research found. But what do you yeah. think? Do you think there's been progress? I mean, do you think? Yeah, I know I inclusivity is sort of a me? hot word, and I know that it's gr- the the idea of it I is great. I love when radical change becomes trendy. It's my favorite fucking thing. I love it. It makes me so happy. Why? Like when people are like radical change becoming trendy. That's a great trend it's a great to have. Thing. How come so many people think it's a bad thing? Because people are racist and people are sexist and they're homophobic and they don't want to change because they have to look at themselves. That's And looking at yourself is the most dangerous, frightening thing to do for some people. And that's exactly what it is. That is why people think it's a bad thing because they're like, oh, you mean the racist thing I think isn't okay to say out loud anymore? And you're like, it never was, dipshit. (laughs) Like, you know, that's what it is. mentioned before Carl Bonnefeld. Yeah. Also a very complex Well, I was person. interested mostly to hear, not, I mean, I was interested to hear how you think Navigated about... Navigated my relationship with him? Yes, but also how you think about legacy. Um, he died in February, and I know that... He died on my birthday. Did he? Mm-hmm. 
I didn't know that. Yeah, you did. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I was like, what? Mm. Just in case people don't know, why don't you recap, like, the short version of your history with him? Uh, he's obviously, you know, was an iconic designer. Iconic designer. Very, one that was— He was very controversial. He said a lot of crazy shit. He said <laughs> some—I mean— Wild crazy shit all hot, the time. Yeah, hot take. I always felt that he—I mean, I always felt since I started covering fashion that I don't think that he particularly loved women. I don't. I just—he was— he I don't always, think he loved anybody. I mean, he said nobody wants to see curvy women on the runway in 2019. He didn't say curvy. He said fat. He said, and, did he say fat? Yeah. If he said curvy, I will be shocked. Also— He's old. he was fucking old. He was and old. like that's he was the other thing. He was out of touch, but he was a genius in his way. I always say this about Karl Lagerfeld, and like like criticize it if you will. But there are so many artists that if I that if I was like I, that I won't you can't deny our amazing songwriters, our amazing painters, our amazing designers. That it's like I would never listen to a single song if I ruled out everything that people like that people did that was fucked up or wrong or whatever. Like, what am I trying to say? It's just like Van Gogh was a, was a stalker. You know what I mean? How would you characterize your relationship with him? You knew him. Distant. I knew him, but not well. We met a couple times. He made a couple of, uh, one outfit for me. But you know, I How think the other thing too with him so is much? I was, people loved it because I you think really are. he really talked shit about fat people, but there I was next to him. And also, I think it's because I wasn't afraid of him. Right. I was not afraid of him. I didn't give a shit if he was my friend or not, you know? And I think sometimes really famous people like that. Like, that's been my experience. And it's just like, I don't—it's like, if he—I don't care if you want to see me on the runway or not. It's none of my business what you think of me. Like, I'm just like, I don't care. It's like, I'm not asking you to do shit for me. You're asking me to be here. So here I am, you know? But I also think that he was just like a really fashionable grandpa. Mm -hmm. The other thing about fat people, specifically fat people— is that I think he was very self-hating. He, I he, think he really was self-hating. I think he, he, I think he hated himself for looking the way that he did at a time. And like, I don't think people, not everyone, I guess you can't deny that. He's I don't the most, think they know that he, his, his sort of personal history with weight and body image. How he, could you not? I mean, like, look at. I mean, through some of his most iconic periods, you right. know. Um. Yeah. I don't I don't really know a lot about him. And here's that's the thing. It's like he was someone I saw on television a lot as a child. It wasn't like fashion was a huge part of my childhood. It wasn't like my fashion was a huge part of my life. But I also like the confrontation. I like the idea of not like being the person that he was okay with, but I liked the idea that he couldn't deny me. And also that I didn't care, <laughs> you know? I guess, I guess. And also I think about there's a lot about his history as being a gay person and like where he's from and having empathy for that and also as a self-hating fat person and having empathy for that. And you did walk a lot of runways. You've done two. Jump. I don't want to brag. That's a lot. Is That's most, two more than most my popular, friends. Most members of the population do not walk runways. <laughs> like... Um, they don't walk on the sides of their feet either. I do. I walk on the sides of my feet like that. You did John Paul Gaultier and was mm -hmm. it Marc Jacobs? Yeah, Marc Jacobs. How did that feel? Great. I think I love, I love attention. I, <laughs> <laughs> I love clothes. It's really funny because I am so much shorter than everybody. And that's the only thing that bothered me because I'm like, my legs are not going to take me as fast as you do. And if I do, I'm going to be walking so fast. Like, like visibly fast. So 
So I had to like kind of slow down the pace. Were you nervous or were you like soaking it up? No, yeah, I was nervous. I didn't want to mess other people up. I get, when I get nervous, it's mostly because I don't want to mess other people up mm-hmm. or I don't want to mis- be misunderstood. Right. Do you know what I mean? Do you have more plans to design clothes? <sighs> if I did do it, I would do it differently. I don't know how exactly, but I feel like there has to be a kind of weird puzzle piece approach that I have to figure out. And um, I would do it more relatable. I don't think I would do so many like pieces, Mm -hmm. but I would do like cooler things that are harder to find that we know it's harder to find. Which sounds like the easiest There's a want for that, yeah. There is a big want for that. And like, we don't have, we don't have like, we don't have Antigua Loft. You know what I mean? Right. Why do I love Antigua Loft? I do. I love it. Because it's great. It's so great. But also there, every store. Like Zara. We don't have Zara. That's surprising. Even a size 12 doesn't have a fucking Zara. You That's know, surprising. We were talking about that today. Like, my friend was like, I don't get why a medium doesn't fit me at Zara, but it is everywhere else. It's surprising. That to me has always been a mystery that Zara, because they're one of the richest companies, has not. I guess they're like, it's well, we exclu- don't. Exclusivity. It's, ex- it's completely it's, exclusive I in mean, a way like, that's who was so it? ridiculous. It's so, it, also, it's archaic. It's archaic. And like, it's what I just said. It's like, people don't like inclusivity. It's like when people say, oh, you know, PC culture. I'm like, no, idiot. It's not political correctness. It's kindness. It's decency. It's respect. And I think we should change that. We've got to change that. Because when people are afraid of things like inclusivity, diversity, like any kind of like social change at all that includes more than straight, white, heteronormative, male or straight presenting, Christian even for the most part, it's like then people are so scared of like digging their Claws, they're just like, no, I like it this way. Give me all the gold. Just like Scrooge McDuckin all over the place. A question that I have been asking women and especially women that I'm a woman. have had Ask me. have had abortions. I've never had one. Oh my god. <laughs> I've never had one. <laughs> Tell me about your abortion. Shout your, shout your abortion. I love shout your abortion. No, actually, more I was asking women more about um when you started to become successful. Oh, honey. Or how you define success. What was one, not when, not when, but what was something... When I was like, I made it, mama. Yes. What was something that you used, you know, when I'm like, oh shit, I'm making some real money now. Did you have that purchase? Like, did you go buy that like $5,000 bag? Buying my mama a house. You buy your mama a house? Yeah, I'm in Arkansas, so, (laughs) you know. And then we're going to do a really quick speed round. I love a speed round. Ooh, I love them. Okay, let's go. What's the last thing you swiped your credit card on? Oh, God, where was I last thing? The last thing you swiped my credit card on, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm so nervous, was probably dinner, dim sum. What was your first concert? Uh, Leonard Skinner. No, 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 no. It was either, oh, God, I don't remember. It's either Leonard Skinner or... Um, Damn Yankees. Oh my God, what? Equally gross. So. Damn Yankees, like, can you take me high enough? I used to love them. Love them. You know Loved, that, I should say. Ted Nugent. I, th- I know, I, has, I have that song on my um, You're like, shuffle I know, every I have now them and on then. my phone. You, <laughs> yes, love you do? Mm-hmm. Do, you know, do you also like that song? I'm the one who wants I'm to. I'm not a big fan of that one. Not a big fan of Mr. Big? Not a Mr. Big fan? No. Mr. Big? No. I like Damn Yankees, Saigon Kick, like all of those really bad, like <laughs> fake hair bands. That's worse. Like that was oh, post hair metal. It's embarrassing. How do you fall asleep at night? 
I don't. <laughs> I don't. It takes me forever to go to sleep. Do you I have don't a sleep ritual, that much? No. An episode of something you watch? I watch yeah, The Office. Is that your favorite show? Um, What's your favorite TV show of all time? I love Golden Girls. I love oh, probably The Office. Yeah. What probably would be? Easy, easy, actually, easily The Office. I also love Bob's Burgers a lot. What would be your last meal on earth? Oh, God. Uh, it's a toss-up. Corn dogs or corn dogs and tater tots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, it's very state fair. I uh, love it. Oh, my God. Yeah, a huge one. Yeah, yeah, that's my jam. Or probably fried chicken and mashed potatoes. And uh, like maybe just like Southern soul food, yeah. What era do you identify most with fashion-wise? Fashion wise, mm-hmm. oh god, late sixties, definitely mod. Like I, yes, for sure, yeah. This is neither here nor there, but since I have you, I'm going to tell you this. Um, I guess it was 2009. Love this already. That was ten years ago. I was a fashion. I was aspiring. I really wanted to be a fashion editor, writer. You did, and I was. Aren't one. you now? Mm-hmm. I mean, I oversee a site that lives and breathes fashion, but we write about other things. But I was very, very focused at that period of fashion. And I was also very into fashion shows, which now I don't love going to, but I did then and I felt really privileged. You don't love them now? I don't. They give me anxiety. I I don't. I understand that. That's like I think I would like it if I was tour. like more important, but I don't know. Oh, come on. You know what I mean? Everyone's important. But there was one show that I was sitting at. I was probably like second row, which was a big deal. It's a great row. And I was watching and um the models were walking to Dime Store Diamond, which is your <gasps> song. No way. And, Weird. Yeah, and I Here? wish Yes, in New York Fashion else? Week. And I could look back. I can find the show because I had photos. And I remember feeling such a connection with that song. And this was before I had Shazam on my phone. So I took out a pencil and I was like jotting down the lyrics because I wanted to Google Are it. Are you kidding me? Because I don't even think I, I don't even know if I had an iPhone then, to I be honest. Chills. So I wanted to no, Google I it. Right and now, so I did it not. was like, oh, is Beth Ditto gossip? Your band obviously gossip. Yeah. And that album became, I mean, I'm not just saying this to you. That was for like two years. That oh, album was really? like the soundtrack of my life. That's just, oh my God, really? That's so nice. That's what's so crazy it's is that we canceled our reunion show. My all-time favorite that album. Really? Like, it Thank reminds you. me of that. It reminds me of just Thank a time you. in New York for me. Like, it reminds me of like that. getting drunk on the Lower East Side. And it reminds me That's of like... That's what we're going to do later. Yeah, I mean... Activity, yeah, but Bye. it just like reminds me of going to work. It just reminds me of so much, and I get happy oh, I and sad that. when I listen to that album. Thank you, I understand that. But that to me, I equate Thank it most you. with fashion, like a very. Isn't that funny? That makes me that makes me feel really special. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. So I was very happy to meet you because I love that album so much, so dearly. Thank you, I'm and that so... song especially. Oh, thank you. What's the song about? Dimes for Diamond. It's about. Being poor and resourceful. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, like... That's exactly right. Yeah. Like, when you listen to the lyrics, I didn't know if that's what I would yeah. have assumed. I mean, it's about cutting your own hair and, like, you know, that that kind of thing. And, you know, even shoplifting. It's like, it's yeah. about stuff like that. It's about being young and... Making it work. Making it work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Oh, this was great. Thank you. It was fantastic. I'm so happy that you came in. This was amazing Me conversation. Me too. What I Wore When is a production of Glamour and iHeartRadio with new episodes dropping every Monday. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm your host, 
Glamour Digital Director Perry Samatin. Follow me on Instagram at Perry Samatin. P-E-R-R-I-E-S-A-M-O-T-I-N. Our executive producer is Ali Perry, and our producers are Glamour's Kim Fasaro and iHeart's JJ Posway. What I Wore When is engineered by Emily Marinoff and Derek Clements. Special thanks to Julie Shen and Deanna Buckman at Condé Nast. For more information on today's episode, go to glamour.com slash what I wore when. 